0: I could start this off with my quote, I could kick off this episode of the podcast with the way in which I end every podcast by quoting the serenity quote, accept the things of which you cannot change, have the courage to change the things you can, and the wisdom to know the difference, and to be honest with you, that would be the bare bones, if somebody said to me, summarise this podcast in 10 seconds or less, that would probably be what I would use. If somebody said to me, what's the best tool to ensure that I can get through any circumstance I ever need to face? That would be it. Because it's the saying and it's the mindset and the filter which has got me through everything I've ever gone through in my life. But I'm not going to give you just that because that would be a cheap shot, wouldn't it? to give you just a, a whole episode of me consistently repeating that quote in as many different ways that I can say it in as many different accents as I could say it. it would be a bit of a cheap shot as a 80th episode of the podcast wouldn't it but no we're gonna evolve we're gonna dig deeper as we always do I'm gonna go back to be able to help you guys move forwards ladies and gents. Welcome to the 80th episode of the Moyes Health Podcast. I hope you've been here for the previous. I hope you've enjoyed them. I wanna say a big thank you to all of you for any episodes you've listened to, let alone if you are one of the few that have listened to all 79 previous episodes. I really hope that not only that you've enjoyed them, not only that you've taken something from them, but I really hope that you've used them. These episodes are there for entertainment, yes. They are there to kill a bit of time if you're out walking or in the car or need something to drown out the sounds of tire noise or the birds. Not sure why you would, but we'll go with it. Or your own thoughts, perhaps. Maybe that's the reason. But most importantly, I hope that you are evolving through the lessons that I'm trying to teach you in these episodes. Learning from my experiences, both good and bad, learning from my knowledge, both helpful and sometimes pointless. (laughs) I hope that you are evolving yourselves through listening to these. I hope they're adding something to your life and they're helping you become better men and women in this world. Because these podcasts have been almost like therapy for me. An opportunity to dump my thoughts and make sense of the world. Because in truth, I guess the first lesson for me with this one would be that hearing things out loud or seeing things physically, not inside your own head, makes a big, big difference. I've spoken about writing things down, I've spoken about talking, I've talk, spoken about diarising. When something's in your own head, it's a fog, it's a mess. It's inconceivable, it's a problem that seems to have no solution or multiple problems that seem to have no solution. But the moment you get it out of your head, be it audibly or visually, that problem becomes more tangible, more malleable. It becomes something that you can do something about, something of which you can attack, of which you can find solutions for. The whole time that problem is bouncing around in your skull, whipped up in a soup of overwhelmment and confusion is the whole time you're not going to solve anything. So I guess if we're going to be going with numbered tips on this one, I guess point number one would be get it out. Dump it, be it on a piece of paper, be it on an audio file, on a video file. See, hear the problem outside of your own mind. Now I must preface that this episode, like every one that preceded it, is the world through my eyes, the world through my perspective. I'm going to talk about my solutions and, I guess, ways in which I've navigated the own problems I've had in my own life. But I'm well aware that there are many of you listening that have gone through what I would deem as greater problems. You've faced bigger challenges or different challenges. But this isn't meant to be about whose problems are worse. Because it's all relative. We only ever know the experiences that we have. We can empathize to a certain degree, but we can only ever know and, I guess, put our issues out there or deal with the issues in front of us from our perspective based upon the experience we have before. So, here I am on the 30th of March with the history of problems that I've got and that won't be the end of it. If I re-record this podcast in five years, 10 years, 20 years, there will have been more problems, there will have been more experience. And I guess if there was a point number two to this, it would be that never stop evolving, never stop learning, never expect that the problems are over, never expect peace. Because part of life is the challenge, part of going through it and evolving as individuals means we need to face challenge. We can't grow when there isn't difficulty. It's the shit that makes the flowers grow, and it's the shit that makes you grow as an individual. Yes, we learn to a point what works when things go right, but we learn tenfold when times don't go our way. Not that we should deliberately go seeking challenge, or dare I say embrace the challenge, because through every experience I've ever gone through, I certainly wouldn't want to go through it again. But what I am saying is that there is a silver lining. There is something to come from every situation that you will ever go through and that you have ever gone through. And that is lessons and experience. Things of which you can draw from for the next problem. Things of which you can pass down to future generations in the ways of which you overcame problems. Because when you're young, all the problems are big. You feel like you're the only person in the world that's ever gone through them. You have a very closed, unempathetic, unsympathetic mindset. It's very much all about you. And so as you get older, you begin to broaden those horizons, to understand empathy more, to help others. And so allow the shit you go through, the experience you go through to help others, much like I try to do with these podcasts. So why then? So why have I titled this podcast, what I have? Well, with the myriad of different circumstances I've gone through in my life, a lot of which my own fault or a lot of which have been the making of decisions that I've made, which potentially should have been considered more before they were made. I feel there's merit to pass on to you guys. I feel there's lessons to come from that. The reason why this episode is called, if you're going through hell, keep going, is because one of the biggest lessons that I've learned through everything that I've ever gone through is that you have to persist. You have to understand that the problem won't go away unless you deal with it. The problem will dissipate in time, but that time has to pass first. No magic spell is going to make the problem disappear. No amount of hiding from it or ignoring it is going to solve it. The first thing that we have to do is face the issue at hand. Now, I'm a big believer that before that can happen, we need to have the mandatory emotional outburst. This could be screaming, this could be anger, this could be crying. It depends on the problem, I guess. But I know from my own experience that I always need a few hours, if not sometimes a day, you know, a time between sleeps, if you will, when the problem happens to lose my shit. That can just be worry. That can be what the fuck am I going to do? There's a million and one different ways I can approach it. But I always find that that period is needed. You've got to get that emotion out of your system. Because the whole time that emotion is buzzing around, you can't think straight. You can't solve the problem. You can't focus on the next step because you're too wrapped up in the emotions that have been triggered by the problem arising in the first place. Now, whether that was divorce, whether that was eviction, whether that was interventions, whether that was freaking everything I've gone through, there's always got to be that moment initially of, oh, fuck. And then after that, In I guess in some cases you sleep on it, that's when it's time to get to work. Think of it like this, a problem arises, you get a day off, you get a bank holiday, but you only get one. The following day it's time to put yourself to work. And I think understanding the ethos that no one is coming to save you is incredibly important at this point. People help, of course, you know, in every problem I've ever come across. There have been people there to support, people I can brain dump to, people that have, have had my back. But I think when it comes to solving a problem, the first thing you need to understand is that it's your problem to solve. People can support you, much like people can support people running a marathon or in competition, but they can't do the work for them. Same is true for problems. With everything that you're facing, with any issue that you're going through, you have to confront it. You have to be brave and look it in the eye, in all of its ugliness. You have to have that emotional outburst, as I said, and then you have to focus on what you, you, can do about it. You have to focus on putting your two hands to work and understanding ways in which you can solve that problem. And I guess that brings me back to the first point that I mentioned about brain dumping and writing things down. Sometimes putting pen to paper and seeing that problem in black and white can allow you to write alongside potential solutions to that problem. But we must approach it from a position of the problem will not go away. We have to find the solution There is no, I don't want to answer this one, or pass please, you have to solve it. The good thing about that though, is that every problem can be solved. Now, some of them are not an overnight fix. Some of them you have to go through hell, or further parts of hell, before you can come out of it. But, you know, as per the title, if you're going through hell, keep going. Because why in God's name would you stop in hell? It's hard, it's it's arduous, it's scary, it's emotional, it's overwhelming at times. Again, I'm thinking back to all of the things that I've had to do to solve my problems. Jesus Christ, it's been it's been some of the hardest things, if not the hardest things I've ever dealt with. But you have to be strong. You cannot crumble. Because even if you crumble, even if it gets too much, The problem's still there. When the crumbling is finished, the problem still awaits you. And then all you did was waste time. You wasted hours or days or weeks or months even pushing it back. We've got to get in front of the issue. We've got to think about what can I do to solve this? And there is a solution to near enough every problem you will ever face. There is a solution. Sometimes a physical one. Sometimes a attitude one or a mindset one sometimes a combination of the two, but you have to trust in the fact that there is always a solution to what you're dealing with. And pretty much all of the time, it boils down to you to solve it, you to find that solution, to work for that solution, to understand that solution or to understand yourself. I'm never a fan of the down tools mentality. That mentality where problem arises, something comes along, and you fuck off everything else. To give you an example, when the eviction hit last year, the first port of call for me after that initial emotional what the fuck was to focus on what I can do. So I jumped in my car, and I just went looking down every street, down every road, to every estate agents, every letting agents, every conceivable website, I spent the entire day putting my two hands to work because I knew that the only person that could solve that problem was me. That even though there may not be a solution and I may not find one on that day, there would be one that arose. And it's only through doing that that we ended up with what we have. By putting myself to work that day and calling Multiple different numbers and registering online and leaving voicemails and registering interest. Only because of that did I get a call back for the house where we now live. Which wasn't on any market whatsoever. It was only by a random phone call and a random message left on a random answer phone. Not for a specific house, but simply, have you got anything? Which is the reason that I got a phone call. And the wheels were turning on where we live now. This place wasn't on the market. No one knew about it, but it was about to be. And I can assure you, if it had been on the market, it would have gone immediately. It was luck. But yes, luck came into it. But we make our own luck from a perspective of, if I hadn't picked myself up, If I hadn't woken up that following day, not that I slept well, and put my two hands to work and gone out into the world and gone, right, what can I find? What can I do? And left no stone unturned. And then upon driving round, seeing a sign and calling this obscure number, then none of this would have happened afterwards. That's just one example. But I cannot stress the importance of not resting on laurels, of not allowing that emotional day to snowball into multiple. I cannot stress the importance of getting to work. Because, as I said, no one is coming to save you. In any problem that you're facing, and i I hope that you're not facing a problem, but I can only assume that perhaps you are listening to this podcast because you're in need of advice. You're in need of direction. So my direction to you is this. No one is coming to save you. You have to do it yourself. You have to pick yourself up and you have to carry on. I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but there's a film called The Martian, which has a brilliant scene towards the end of the film. And spoiler alert, character Mark Watney, played by Matt Damon, has made it back from Mars despite being stranded and thinking he wasn't going to make it home. And he stood in a university classroom. And, well, I'll play the clip. At some point, everything's going to go south on you. Everything's going to go south and you're going to say, this is it.
1: This is how I end. Now, you can either accept that or you can get to work, that's all it is. You just begin, you do the math, you solve one problem, then you solve the next one, and then the next, and if you solve enough problems, you get to come home.
0: And as you can probably tell, that stuck with me because it's the simplicity of the problem solving which really appealed to me and really makes so much sense and I guess arguably if you look at everything that I do as a coach and the way in which I explain things the way in which I see the world and I go about solving the problems of weight management and health I focus on the simplicity first I focus on what is the absolute bare bones that you need to do to solve this problem never mind the complexities never mind the intricacies what is it What do I have to do in simple terms to solve this issue? And I love that mantra of, you solve enough problems, you get to come home. Now, alongside that quote, that clip, if you will, and alongside my serenity quote, there's also another clip, which... I implore you as listeners, as we're sat here on the 30th, a few days after the Oscars, I implore you to not think about who is saying this, regardless of your opinion about what he did at the Oscars to Chris Rock. I don't want that to come into it because I'm a big believer in learning from people and everybody makes mistakes, of which he made another one this week. But that's not to say that this clip, this approach to problem solving has any less merit because it makes sense, regardless of who says it. It makes sense to apply it to the problems in which you're facing when it comes to who is responsible for solving those problems. I feel that this particular clip from Will Smith is not only prevalent, but something which Yeah, I think well, again, I don't think I can do it justice by kind of drumming up to it. Here's the clip.
1: I was just uh having a debate with a friend of mine and we got stuck on the difference between fault and responsibility. She kept talking about how something was somebody's fault. It's somebody's fault. And I was like, it really it don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken if it's your responsibility to fix it. For example, it's, it's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic, but it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're gonna deal with those traumas and try to make a life out of it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. Fault and responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but they don't. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer, we want them punished, we want them to to pay, and we want it to be their responsibility to fix it, but that's, that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. As long as we're pointing the finger and, and, and stuck in whose fault something is, we're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you're stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, Your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. There was uh, one thing I wanted to add also. I wanted to say there that taking responsibility, accepting responsibility is not an admission of guilt. Uh, You're not you're not admitting that you're at fault. Taking responsibility is a recognition of the power that you seize when you stop blaming people. It's not like you're letting somebody who wronged you off the hook. Like taking responsibility is an act of emotional self-defense. Taking responsibility is taking your power back.
0: That brings me, I guess, quite nicely into the next part of this, which is that responsibility, taking responsibility for solving the problem. Because not only can we have that emotional outburst in the beginning, But we can also waste so much time trying to understand Well, Firstly, trying to figure out who is to blame for the issue happening in the first place, but also trying to understand why that person is to blame, understand why it happened, what the situation is. The problem is, the whole time you're trying to understand why that situation came to be, you're not solving the problem. All you're doing is killing time by trying to understand something which, in some cases, you may never understand. Problems caused by other people, in some instances, particularly ones that I've faced, have been caused by people with morality that I cannot understand, and it's a good thing that I can't understand that. Sometimes... A problem and the issues that come from a problem it's a good thing to not understand why someone behaved in a certain way or why that problem came to be because if you understand it then you're potentially on the same wavelength and if you're on the same wavelength to people that are causing problems well that's a problem (laughs) the thing is we'd all love to live a happy serene life We'd all love for there to never be any strife, any challenge that comes to us. Anything that raises our heart rate and makes us worry or fearful. We'd love to go through life without the darker emotions. Only ever the happy ones, the joyous ones. But one could argue that the higher times are made even higher. The sweet times are made even sweeter by the lows. But also I think it's important to go back to what I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast which is the whole point of life is the challenge. You're here, you learn, and then you die. Then the next generation will follow and the next generation and the next generation and you, me, all of us will be forgotten. We are insignificant as far as not only our race is concerned but in terms of... Everything. Life in general. Nothing will remember us. So therefore, this life must be seized for ourselves. Whilst we're here, we must challenge ourselves. We must go through things. Not seek things out. But when problems come our way, we must deal with them. We must overcome them. Because we're not here to just sit and wait to die. We're not here to sit and wait to die in a tumultuous, damaging circumstance. We have such a short life. It's important that we embrace it and we we enjoy it. That we change things, that we adapt things. Hell, it's what every fucking episode of this podcast has been about. It's about change. It's about adapting. It's about giving yourself the best possible chance at the best quality of life. And hopefully everything that I've mentioned in this episode has aided that, has helped you overcome the problems you're facing because they are not insignificant, not in your world, they're not. Your problems are your problems and you're feeling something where they're concerned and that's okay. You are allowed to feel the emotions and feel the, the pain that comes with those problems But what you're not allowed to do is give up. What you're not allowed to do is to not take responsibility for solving those problems. To not understand that you and you alone are responsible for that. You are the master of your own destiny. You must do the work. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for giving me your time, not just for the last 26 minutes and 22 seconds, but just for every episode you've potentially listened to. One thing I would say to you, particularly with this one, don't let this be an episode you only listen to once. Life can easily sweep us up. Life can easily overwhelm us. And so if you work a calendar, Stick this podcast in your calendar to listen to again a month down the line, two months, three months, whatever. Make a note, make a reminder. Listen to episode 80. Because I genuinely believe that this will help you. I wouldn't put it out there if I didn't. What would be the point of me wasting half an hour of my life recording shit? I genuinely believe that through my experiences of problem solving and the strife and struggles that I've gone through and the lessons I've learned from the people around me, and from people further afield, I genuinely believe that this can help you too. It's all about your attitude and your mindset going into the problem itself. So draw from this, use it as per the other episodes, but come back to them. They're meant to be timeless, they're meant to be something, well apart from the comment about Will Smith at the Oscars, that will hopefully soon be forgotten, but my point is they're meant to be something that you refer back to. A, an archive, if you will, of reminders of knowledge. Thanks for your time, folks, genuinely. And if you enjoyed this one, do me a favor, drop me a message. And it doesn't have to be a grandiose one of love this, hate this, etc. Just drop me a message with the hashtag taking responsibility. Hashtag taking responsibility. Let's see how many of you come out of the woodwork and send me that have a good day folks over to you